1: Right rug flooring.
2: Hey guys, it's me, Russell Peters here. Uh, You're listening to my podcast, Culturally Cancelled. Now before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know what shows I got coming up in case you want to see me live. So from June 3rd to June 5th, I'll be in Bridgeport, Connecticut at the Stress Factory. From June 10th to the 13th, you can catch me at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California. From July 9th to July 11th, I'll be in Ontario, California. So if you're in California and you want to come see me, you got a choice. ...of June or July, whether it's Irvine or Ontario. I'll also be in Oklahoma City. I've never been there. I'm kind of looking forward to that one. August 5th to the 7th at the Bricktown Comedy Club. Now, there's always more shows being added, so keep checking RussellPeters.com. All right, this episode is hilarious. Um, We say some foul shit on this one, so um, please don't get offended. It's just us being us. It's me and Ari Spears acting like comics... And we have uh, Big Daddy Kane, the legendary Big Daddy Kane, Mad Skills, legendary MC, Lord Finesse, legendary rapper, DJ, producer, my brother. He's, uh, He's family to me. And obviously the hilarious Aerie Spears. This is just part one of this conversation. Part two will be the next episode. And let me tell you something. This episode is one for the ages. I'm really excited about this one. I've been telling people about it since before it came out. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed making it. So here we go. hey it's russell peters welcome to this episode culturally canceled uh today we have uh, i i really you know i really want to make this an assorted show but it is rapper heavy but i mean it's rapper heavy with heavy rappers so um beside uh beside me on my left all the way on the left is my brother lord finesse who is also uh a resident here at the west wing and uh he doesn't have a mic, so when he does want to talk, I'll have to pass him on. Beside him is the rapper formerly known as Mad Skills, now just Skills. No, it's Mad Skills. Is it still Mad Skills?
3: Yeah. Well, what is this? Yeah. Why You're not mad anymore? I just, you're, I just stayed with it.
2: I thought you weren't mad for a while. I was. No, they I'm are, Now I'm mad again. They, they oh, they'd they'd be right. mad in their 20s. When <laughs> they get older, they, yeah, it's yeah, time to celebrate. You're almost 50. In, 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 a, hip,
3: in a hip-hop world, it's abundance of. Yeah, So we're just yeah. going to go with that.
2: You went from mad skills to angry talent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and beside me on my right, uh, the, the youngest cat to ever do Def Jam and uh, a brother who I met in Montreal, he doesn't remember this, I met him in Montreal 25 years ago. I said, hey man, uh, get, me on, get me on Mad TV. And he said, Get yourself on Mad TV. I,
4: I know I didn't say it like that, but I, I might have. Basically, uh, basically but That's when he looked like Mace. <laughs> yeah. I got you. My, yeah. my brother
2: Aries Spears is beside me. What's up, baby? What's up? And then beside Aries is uh, is uh, Dark Gable. You, you know him and love him as, uh, well, the ladies love him, but he's the only rapper that ladies loved and men wanted to be, uh, other than LL Cool J. And he made Dark sexy again, uh, as my brother... Big Daddy Kane is in the house with us. Yeah. Uh, you got to use the mic, though, Kane. Much yeah. love. Yeah, there we go. Now, can yeah. I have now, this You don't, you don't have to quick. sound sexy for us, Kane. It's just four dudes. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: you, you could be cool today. <laughs> uh, I'm going to lose my cool for a minute. Go I'm trying for to it, keep Aries. my composure. Uh, sir, I want you to know that uh, I'm 46. So uh, me and all my crew grew up on you. And to this day, my brother loves you to death. And I... Uh, I, I, if he was here, you know, I would I, I would say it. I, I was trying to, I was rehearsing it, because I didn't want to mess it up. But uh, the whole B-I-G-D-A-D-D-Y-K-E-N-E, we had that memorized. <laughs> so when you was rocking, we was rocking. So it's, uh, it's an honor, man. You're a pioneer and a legend, dog. Nah, brother, <clears throat> man. You're a great talent yourself. Thank man. you, sir. I've always
5: admired, man, and, you know, your impersonation skills are impeccable, man. Thank you, sir. And much respect to you. Yes, sir. Well, oh, we got that out of the way. How do you feel about skills?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here, man. I'm just, here I'm just listen. I'm I'm happy. Ha- ha- I'm,
4: I'm happy to be around my era. Yeah, well, that's, that's why. So, I do it. That's you why we know, doing. Uh, I know a lot of y'all won't say it uh, because you know, or maybe you will. But I know because of the whole East West Coast beef, uh, we got to learn to embrace each other, regardless as to how subjective the talent is. But I'm not a rapper. I'm a comedian, so I can say it. Uh, this but, shit today is garbage, man. Oh yeah, is, so right. I, I, it's I, I to be around my era where I came from, skills, um, wordplay, metaphors, punchlines, uh, mean something. Yeah, yes. Skills,
6: yes. skills is
2: one of them cats too. Yes, I, although I've never come from him, I, uh, I've enjoyed his music.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh man, listen for for me to be here next to Ness, you know what I'm saying? Ness, I already know how I feel about him. I. Kane is, I, I tell people all the time, I've told him before, like he is directly a part. It would be no mad skills without Big Daddy Kane. I watched him. I studied him. I had a flat top. I wanted to put punchlines together, metaphors.
2: Matter of fact, your first album, you had a flat top on it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So,
3: you know what I mean? For me to be here, you know what I'm saying, sitting down with comedic greats, hip-hop greats, I'm, I'm happy. It's a good day. And Finesse,
2: <clears throat> Finesse, you never had a flat top, did you?
7: No. Nah. Never, never had you. Was
2: like a thought, shaved head or braids, you
7: know, fade and a half moon, you know? Yeah. That yeah. was my thing,
2: uh, that's Early. right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and then you then you grew into Eddie Lavert, so that's,
5: you know, that's <laughs> where <laughs> we're at today. <laughs> it's
4: gonna, gonna be a hey, abundance man. of jokes, yeah, yeah.
5: Oh, it's gonna be ugly. I
7: think the older you get, the smoother you gotta be, man. I don't, I don't. See me throwing on on certain gear to to fit in with the younger crowd. Hey man,
2: I'm <laughs> sitting here in a goddamn troop jacket. You, never had, you, took,
5: yeah, it nah. you took it back. Dots. He's shooting darts. He's shooting darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never yeah.
7: had Marvin Gaye worried about a new addition, You know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's real talk.
7: What
2: was your? What, what do you? Did you have another name? But you had another. Come on. You know you had another. My name. first rap name. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh... <laughs> My first rap name was the Funky Orator. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> let that live. Did you have another name, Kane?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, kid. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, my! Well, it my first rap name was MC Kane, but when I was DJing before I was rapping, right? My DJ name was Sir Romeo.
8: So, geez, Sir I mean. Romeo. Is
5: that when you were yeah. DJing for Shante? Um, no, nah, I was just Kane then. But I mean, back in like '81. Oh, okay. Was, yes, DJ Sir Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> DJing at 13? Yeah. God damn.
2: That was when you was... Uh, that's when you put... That's. Uh, you're the first guy to uh, hit me to Pete DJ Jones. Oh, okay. I didn't know about him until we started hanging a while ago, a long time ago. And then you yes. told me about him. I was like, DJ Jones. I didn't know about him. Then I did my research and saw that he
5: opened for uh, James Brown, right? Yeah. Um, um, no, nah, you're talking about Flowers. You're talking about... Oh, grand, d- grand, yeah, grand, yeah right, right, right. Flowers. Right. Flowers yeah.
2: open for James Brown. Yeah. But they're around that same
5: era, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, late 60s, yeah. Like, P. DJ Jones, you know, he had, like, the whole DJ crew, and, you know, like, Hollywood was part of that crew, and, like, you know, they was, like, doing parties, like, you know, on the, on the, on the reg. And, like, that's where that whole, that voice come from, that first hip-hop voice, you know, like, when the you Coca-Cola hear. The Cochlear Rock type stuff. Come on, you know, yeah. Right. You know, yeah.
4: You seem like you was shocked when you said DJing at thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I started at fifteen, and I thought right. I was early. I started okay. at fourteen.
2: Yeah, but you're different.
4: See, that's <laughs> that. To, that to me is again when you talk about what makes hip hop from our era so much deeper is because I go hard on these young kids on on social media, and you know I hear some people go, "Man, take it easy, man. They just kids." And I go, Nasro Ilmatic when he was nineteen, right? Came to this thing at thirteen, right. right? So stop with the excuses, man. Step your game up. Yeah, yeah, but
2: I, skills don't matter anymore. Not you, the actual. <laughs> talent doesn't matter anymore. I'm going to say that. And I don't mean talent, Harris.
5: I mean talent, actual talent. Well, you know, when, you, um, when you're accepted as a real music genre, and that's what hip-hop is now, is right. now officially a real music genre, in a situation like that, you know, you're absolutely right. Like, the skills don't matter. Because, you know, you have a lot of major pop stars, major rock stars that don't really have, you know, skills. You know, they just got hit records. Right. And that's the way hip hop is right now. Where, you know, you have major stars that I wouldn't know, even say they're
2: I wouldn't say they're hit records. I say they're popular. Because a hit to me is something that's gonna last.
3: A smash to something that's I mean, me I ain't gonna put nobody gonna on
2: last. blast,
5: but there's a lot of
3: people I'll that got songs that
5: lasted. And they can't sing for shit. <laughs> you know,
2: that's true. Listen, yeah. we're not, yeah. we're
5: not yeah. talking about Keith. So we're
3: talking about um, hilarious. We're
2: talking about <laughs> this, this generation, Kane.
3: I mean, for me, like I, I, I look at it as you know, what I'm saying like it's always a, a case for me where I. I knew my parents didn't like what I was listening to. So I don't expect to like what my kids listen to. Yeah,
4: but I don't know if that flies. Because even though I couldn't understand it, I knew Michael Jackson was special. I knew Whitney Houston was special. Right. I knew the stylistics was special. Right. So and and like you just said, good music lasts a lifetime. You know, this Michael Jackson until he started looking like a Japanese woman, lasted how many generations?
3: But my he, he decades, he spawned decades. But my my question is, all right, so if the art form itself, and just to, just to play devil's advocate, if the, if the art form itself is like thirty thirty years, thirty years old, do we ex, nothing stays the same for thirty years?
4: I know, but what stays consistent is quality.
3: True, quality doesn't. I give you that. I give you that. Now, just now, you gotta understand, like I'm, like I said, I'm just I'm just being devil's advocate here. When I was in my room. Listening to hip hop. My mom was in the next room losing her mind. I'm listening to fuck the police in my room. Right. Right? So she ain't supposed that's not music. But she
4: came from an era where you didn't curse to be romantic. You know what I mean? You was a certain way you did your business. We also
2: came from the non-cursing to be romantic era, but when it came to hip hop, it was different. Like when I heard I think the first time I heard Silk. I was like, what the fuck is this? Let me lick you up and down. I like, go, have we lost our imagination? And now <laughs> I'm listening to, like, I heard this song Weekend did. It was like, she gave me head four times. And it's like a really dope song, but then listening right. listen to the words. And I'm like, come on, Abel, what the fuck you got to ruin the
4: song with? She gave me head four I, times. I, I, don't, I don't even know who the artist was, man. I was doing a gig in Ohio. And, you know, when the club is over, a lot of times the staff listens to music Why to clean if up, they clean what, up. Yeah. And I just remember one dude said the lyric basically was he said to the girl, can you work my dick like you scramble them eggs? Now, I, I did one. It didn't make sense to me, and two. I just went, like, <laughs> yeah. like is yeah. this what we're doing? About to ask you to explain are, are, are we are we doing this now?
3: No, nah, he had a spatula
4: fetish. <laughs> I,
3: I I hate for the rapper in me. I hate I hate a punchline that's got to be explained. If the shit got to be explained, then it, it it didn't do its job. Right? Like I'm I'm supposed to hear it and go, oh, not what what was that?
5: You know what I'm you know, let, me, let me just say this real quick because um, I think that we had this discussion. Right. Um, as an MC, that's something that I actually always like doing. I like giving a bunch of free punchlines that the average person can get, but I right. always love to try to put that one
4: joint Were in there. Were yeah. yeah. right. you going to rewind that? I yeah, I want you to figure it
5: out. I want right. you to figure it out.
4: Let me tell you something. I, I recently put out a post God rest his soul, DMX was on Deaf Poetry Jam, and he was talking about the industry. And he mm-hmm. had a line in that. it where he said, uh, they want you to walk like this and talk like that. But I'm going to walk like this, and I'm going to talk with the bat. And the crowd just, ooh. Right. That's what's missing. I don't hear that. I don't get that from Gucci Ken, Gucci Ken, Gucci again.
3: Right, you're not going to get that.
4: You know, and I just think that, listen, I know that, the the genre, the rap like any form of you know art form is subjective and there's different styles you know kid and play was about having fun so I'm not saying that all rap needs to be conscious it all needs to be street it all needs to be serious there's room for the playful shit right, right. but it's getting so silly that I'm going where is this young generation's version of Biggie Pac Big L
3: Pun Nas where well, they at well let me ask you this. What if you looked at what they're doing as a style? What if Gucci gang, Gucci Gang, but da da? What if that's the new style? Like I'ma just say this, not to cut you off. Yeah. And, and I and I put in my post.
4: If you honestly took this young generation's group of rappers mm-hmm. and, and made an all-star team, and then you took our era, it would be like the 92 Dream Team versus the Special Olympics. Like it's not <laughs> even close.
3: <laughs> it's not even close. What are we doing? <laughs> all right. Now, I get it. I, I totally get spears. it. He's throwing spears all day. But, like, you know, I I don't, I you know, for me, you know, I look at it as I don't have to like it. I'm never going to be mad at a young black man who did something positive and didn't, didn't sell drugs and didn't go to jail and bought his mom a house with it. I'm not going to hate on that, even if I don't like it even if it's not for me. And you're not supposed to... And, but listen, that's nice.
4: But that's almost like Chris Rock's joke. Man, I take care of my kids. Nigga, you supposed to. right? <clears throat> so yeah. it's like, you know, yeah, doing positive. You young, you black, you right. get money. Bravo, nigga. Right. Mazel tov. But what about the art form? You're killing the... Fran- hip-hop is a franchise. Well, you're we, killing the franchise. We also, our generation
2: knew about the roots of the tree. We were... We were this gen. Our generation was like the leaves from this small tree that was growing. You know, we knew who the we knew who planted the seeds, and we understood what was happening under the underground there. And we were still kind of part of the rumblings of the underground. And now this tree's flourished. It's a big fucking tree. But these young kids don't know. They don't know or care who fucking planted this tree.
4: And that's you should care. No, I agree. Well, listen, comedically, I could look at Step and Fetch it and Mantan Morlin and that era right and 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 go uh, okay but they had to do what they they had had to do do that and i gotta tip my hat to that because without them i wouldn't be here right
2: lately i've been really busy juggling shows and being a dad and i'm always looking for ways to maximize my time and be more productive with it and listen i know everyone can relate to wanting to be more productive especially online business owners am i right I mean, you started your online store, you're doing what you love, selling products people want, and the orders are coming in fast. But the hardest part is often shipping those products out. That's the part that can be a pain. But luckily, ShipStation makes it easy. Using ShipStation for your business will allow you to import orders from any sales channel, ship with any carrier using our deeply discounted rates, and automate just about any shipping task. So that you can spend a lot less time on shipping and a lot more time growing your business. It's no wonder ShipStation is the number one shipping software for e-commerce sellers with more five-star reviews than anyone else. I'm telling you, no matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation funnels all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from anywhere. Even your cell phone. And I love that about ShipStation. I travel so much that if I appreciate anything that I can easily do right from my phone, it makes life a lot easier. With ShipStation, small businesses can now access the same rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies without the contracts or commitments. Now, is that the ship or what? So ship more in less time. Use my offer code PETERS to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and type in PETERS. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code PETERS. Let's make ship happen.
8: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/iheart. That's lifelock.com/iheart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. Well, you know, once
5: again, you got you, you got to understand going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, hip hop is now officially a music genre. And because of that, because of what hip hop is now, you know, it's like back, you know, when we first started, we understood it as a culture. It's something that we embrace as a culture. We lived and we wanted y'all to um enjoy our experience. But now that it's 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 a music genre for real what's happening is like you know just like anything else any other corporation any other thing that becomes commercialized mass production so therefore when quantity comes in quality goes out you know
7: right
4: but um, you you don't think in the in the what they say from the 80s but to the golden era of rap the 90s you don't think that we had crazy
3: quantity with quality? It felt no. like you could, the, the, the bums,
4: you could count on one hand.
3: Don't, But don't act like we ain't had no bums, though. We no, had but, some bums in the 90s. God's we had some effects. whack rappers in the boom, 90s. Boom, stickity
4: boom, stickity boom, boom. I'm still trying they to say that. They was dope, though. I wouldn't call them bums. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them bums, I wouldn't Harry. say bums, but come on, man. What the fuck? We had a boom, hammer. We had it? a
3: hammer. And, and y'all didn't treat hammer and when hammer was at his prime. Y'all didn't treat hammer like y'all do now. Y'all was like, man, fuck
4: that nigga. I'm just saying between the wardrobe and let's be honest, no, some doesn't. of the success, is always envy, jealousy, but from from what he did, he was necessary. But you could, again, you could count those dudes on one hand.
2: We had some shit ones. We had the skinny yes, boys.
3: Shit.
2: Yes. I um, don't even know who that is. Exactly. They you had never an... A, mm. Mm. Uh, 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 they were like the, trying to be the opposite of the fat boys. They had an album called Weightless. And me I like... Like, yeah, me like a fucking idiot, I bought it. I remember the... F- but I bought everything. Yeah, me, so did I. Bro. I like the
5: skinny boys. See? Exactly. Were they from Brooklyn? <laughs> nah, they from Connecticut. Was well, exactly. that white? <laughs> that's
2: the... That's the... <laughs> no, what...
4: <laughs>
5: nah, I was just saying they are not from Brooklyn. They from Connecticut. Man, cut it out, man. Go ahead, man. You see how they setting me up? I think... I like the skinny boys. Was they white? Boys. Nah, no, no, they no, was black they dudes. Black. Wow, this is a real conversation here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nah, they, they, never they heard of. Like, nah, it's they was black sense dude. Sense of
7: entitlement now. I, don't, you know, people want to get in without earning the proper dues to get in. Like, if if dudes is on the basketball court playing back in the days, like the way they talk to you now is like, y'all had your turn. It's our turn now. It sounds yeah, but like you a fucking loser. Our, no, no, but like but but our loser. generation did
2: that too. Because KRS one said, remember. Old school artists don't well, need no, to burn.
7: But, wait, he had skills. You. So, you know.
4: Ah, <laughs> yo. They didn't ah. wear their trip suits there.
7: But if, if you <laughs> was trying to play basketball on the court and you wasn't good, they ain't let you play. But here's the
4: thing about that, to me, where I go. And they
7: threw your ball over the fence.
8: Right. It feels like
4: it feels like it's <laughs> in Connecticut. When they right. go, uh, y'all old heads, y'all hating because we get money. Y'all just mad because we getting money now. And I go, we don't hate you for the money. We hate you because you're lazy. You're right. Your penmanship is lazy.
7: Uh, penmanship. It ain't got is,
4: nothing to do with getting money. I don't even think there's a pen involved.
3: All right, so listen. <laughs> let's just say, and I'm, I'm only, only, I don't even know if I believe this, but I'm just saying it because I'm here. So when rap first started, when you 46, you yeah. we were around the same age. So when rap first came into the, to the fold, the rap style was... I got something to something man, something to something. Da 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 da. I got a ba 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 up, ba, ba, <affiliates> yeah. da, 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 da. ba 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 yeah. That's how everybody fucking rap. Right. Everybody rap like that. But but, but uh, let me let, me, right. finish, let me finish. Let me finish. Pre run DMC. At Pre run DMC. And then guys like Run DMC come in. Guys like Kane come in Not and MNeil they short. Changes, mel it, male, Mel Mel shortened it up. So when he shortened it up with the message, it was motherfuckers that was from that era. The da 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 that was going. Man, that shit ain't gonna never work. Well, look, I I, certainly. They fucking up the game. Rap is this. Anybody from the
4: 80s, I I don't wanna disrespect because, one, they started it. Facts. So you gotta give them their props for starting it. Two, it hadn't found its legs yet. That's why they call the 90s the golden era, because it was the era where hip hop found itself, it grew its nuts. It was a baby when it started, so everybody's following the blueprint. So you're saying it come. was a
3: baby when it started, and right. now it's a 30-year-old dumb adult, and you don't like it, because no, it's a 30-year-old it, no, dumb no, adult. No, no, it's an
4: old motherfucking diaper shitting on itself.
3: <laughs> it's back to being an infant. <laughs> I, I, need, I need the analogies, because that's the only
7: way you're going to make telling me understand you, it,
3: Ari. I'm, I'm like just saying. Helmet
4: music. Like, listen, know. listen. Whether When you look at styles, Eminem. Nas, who did a song called Rewind, rap backwards. Facts. Biggie, Niggas Bleed. Yes. That story with the music and the melody is a Scorsese scene. Jay-Z, Snoop with his laid-back style and cadence. Right. Andre 3000. Now today, every... Got da 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 da, auto-tune. That's the majority. Because that's their style. And people go, yo, you got to look for... The diamonds in the rough, right. the J. Cole's, the Kendrick Lamar's. Right. In our era, you didn't look. It was there. Right. Right. I didn't have
3: to go find it. Now I will say that it ain't no balance like it you, was.
5: Well, that's because, you know, the con- who's in control now, you know? I mean, you gotta understand, you know, back then hip hop was something new to radio and to labels. They ain't know what the hell to do with it. You know, people right. at the radio. People at the record labels, they just got through working on Stephanie Mills record you know, or Evelyn Champagne King record. They ain't even know what the hell to do with hip hop. You know, right now, it's where we actually have hip hop A&Rs, hip hop, you know, like hip hop people that's raised off of hip hop, that's running these labels. And what they're doing, the, the control that they have on it, I think is the main problem. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just saying we gotta point the finger elsewhere. Because listen to what you saying, with what you saying, I think it's right, but the artists, they're not gonna change up if that lane is right there for them. Like, where it's like, you know, nah, can you sound like the Migos? Can you do this? This is what we want. Nah, we ain't want nothing like that. Radio saying, nah, we don't wanna play J. Cole. We don't wanna play Rhapsody. We wanna play all 19 of these motherfuckers that sound exactly alike. You know what I'm saying? So, in a situation like that, you know, it's something that needs to change through radio, through media, and the blame can't just fall solely on the artist Because if the artists see diversity, they will start to change with it because they don't want to be left behind. I right. said
2: this in 1997 when they gave Cash Money Millionaires a $30 million deal that they just paid black America to get dumber. Because what they did was they said... Here's thirty million dollars. Sound as dumb as those guys or or worse and we'll give you more money. And that's where we're at today. Cause if you think about the way these fucking kids speak nowadays, you listen to a kid speak nowadays with all what's available to them as far as education and opportunities go, and you listen to a kid, same young black kid in the fifties speaking, that kid in the fifties spoke better uneducated than these kids
4: do with all the opportunity they have. Dude, I'm a video game fanatic. <clears throat> and that's why I said when we talked about earlier, if I wanted to spark up, I'm like, when I, I got a ritual. When I hit my weed, I'm in my theater room. I'm on that PS, baby. And I remember I was playing 2K and they got the soundtrack playing. And this one young dude and who raps like that said, Something, something. My shit, all my shit be lit. Everything, including my G. He said, Yeah. He meant jewelry. He reduced right. a several syllable word to, to one, one syllable. My to make it fit. Now, when you say there's a style, jizz sounds like McDonald's and balloons, nigga.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my question is like, so we talked about the 80s, how how they was rapping. Mel them came in and changed it, run DMC, did the one bar syllable. So now we count bars. Then we got in the 90s, the golden era. Later on, we got a whole bunch of dope. Everybody wanted to be bosses and, and, and mafioso gotties and we selling all this crack and coke and all these songs. And now we got, you surprised that we got the crack babies rapping? Like who you think, who you think they parents was?
2: Yeah, we we we, we, we definitely
4: spawned this generation. Right, we, we
3: definitely got some responsibility for it. But I'm going to go back
4: to what Kane said. Okay, we know what the record company's agenda is, but isn't there something... That we should be doing or could be doing within the rap community to go, we can't allow this.
5: There is something that we should be doing, but it's not being allowed. Right. Like, there is something that we should be doing, but there's a disconnect between my generation and even the Nas Jay Z generation with the generation of today. There's a disconnect, and I believe that it's done on purpose because when I came in the industry, yo, I remember Jalil from Houdini calling me in his room. I'm I'm thinking we we he about to have some you know, we I'm about to see some titties and some ass, and he sat there and gave me game about the industry. Mm. He sat there and gave me game about the industry. I remember the first time I met Rick James, you know. I mean, you know, he, he well no I'm not the first time, it's like the first time that I hung out with him as Big Daddy came. Well, well if you well,
4: meet Rick James for the first time, you don't want game, you want them titties and ass. That's <laughs> Rick James nigga. Nah. Show me the coke, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Now well, let's talk the game.
5: He did bring that to the table okay. after, right. afterwards. Right. But when we was when we was at the photo shoot, right. nothing but game. He telling me about you know this, about that. Watch out for this. Watch out for that. Right. Nothing but game. Meeting Barry White, same thing. Giving me game. Nothing but game. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we're in a situation now where it's like I couldn't connect with Little Uzi Vert. I couldn't connect with Kodak Black because of the disconnect that they have created. Right. Where it's like, yo, them old heads ain't relevant no more. Them old heads ain't relevant no A more. A lot of them rubber the fathers and, too. Let me just say one fathers. more thing. And then with us, it's like, you know, fuck them young dudes. They ain't, they ain't real hip hop. They sitting there mumbling. So, and that's a disconnect that's created where it's like we should be able to converse with these cats and tell them like, hey man, this is what happened with me when I was your age, man. This is what I used to do. Hey, you ever tried this before? Like, you ever tried? Here's a unique way of writing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I would love to do that with these dudes. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit down with any of them and say, yo, can I be on your album? I'd rather sit down with them and explain the process of writing.
4: But at the end of the day, it all starts with, you possess the ability to begin with. So if even if you wanted to reach out to those young kids, if they don't possess the ability, is it going to translate? Are you really reaching them? You yeah. got to have the talent to start with.
7: Well, it, okay. be, it ain't even that. It's, it's not just the ability. It's just them even taking time to listen to what you got to say. Because the minute you don't say what they want to hear, they they turn it off. They don't listen to you no more. And like what Kane was saying with with, with the radio wants to play, it, it, it kind of hurts because what, what goes on is you do get cats that are original, that are dope. But once they say, that's not what we checking for, now they're going to change up and try to do what was going on today instead of being original. The only thing that can save a lot of these <clears throat> new artists is independence is believing in yourself and investing the money into yourself because you know what you're doing is dope. If you waiting for somebody to approve of what you're doing, I always say the greatest journeys, some of the greatest battles you're going to fight by yourself. And if you ain't ready to fight them by yourself, just just quit now. Because if you're waiting for somebody to give you approval that you dope and you know what you're doing is different and is far, it might be the next level. If you don't believe in that and invest in that, it's over. Yep. And I, I would say,
3: like, as far as these kids and how they... Kids get music in a whole different way now. Everything is right here for them. Everything.
2: Any fucking jerk-off can make a song and have
3: right. it heard. Right. And it don't, gotta, it don't gotta get to the radio. They can become a star without leaving their room, or at least think they are, at least popular. So... These labels are chasing what the kids are doing. They going to TikTok. it's the numbers to them. How many followers you got? Yep. What was your last yep. video? Like oh you had 80 million views. We got to sign this kid. Yep. Like they have
4: no fucking clue. The same thing's happening in comedy. Yeah. Right. So basically we've just given a,
3: a lot of little kids right. loaded guns. Motherfuckers can be they basically. can be funny on the gram yep. and then you put them in front of people and they can't tell right. two jokes.
2: Yep. I remember that happened to me at the improv when I back when uh what was that one that happened around Instagram time? It was a four or five second video. What was that one called? It was an app, huh? Vine.
4: Vine, Vine yeah. Vine. Right.
2: I remember one night <clears throat> I'm hosting at the improv and, uh, and this kid was on. I said, what do you want me to say about you? He goes, uh, you could tell him I have uh, over 500,000 followers on Vine. <laughs> I go, no, seriously, what do you want me to say about you? <laughs> and he goes, that's a big deal, man. I go, okay, pal. So he goes right. on and eats a fat dick on stage. Right. And then I went back on stage and go, give it up for whatever that kid I said whatever the kid's name was I said his name I said give it up for so and so apparently he's really funny for 5 seconds at a time
3: oh. <laughs> which translates in real life you know what I mean like to them it's it like you know it, it's a microwave they put it in and hit a button, and it's done fast. But that's why I'm and saying And it ain't good for you. It's not, fucking, right. it's not soul food. Your mom didn't cook it. Well, that, that ain't good for you just put it in the either. fucking microphone. What well, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's not made with love. Your arteries enjoy it. <laughs> right. right? It's not made with love. It's not health. It's just cooked fast. But, but that's why yeah. I'm saying
4: even if someone like Kane or anybody else that's respectable says to you, sit down, let me give you game, it's great if they're willing to listen. Mm-hmm. It's great that you want to give it. But at the end of the day, you got to possess the ability to do something with it. Like, that's why it's like from a comedic standpoint, people go, man, I, I want to I wanna learn to do comedy. I want to take a class. And I yeah, go, that's nah. the biggest waste of time. Yeah, yeah, nah. you, at the end of the day, you either born with this or you, ain't. or you not. And if you born with it, now you're the piece of clay that somebody can mold you with advice and shape you. But if you ain't got the skills mm-hmm. to begin with.
3: Yeah. And But they don't believe that. You know why? It's almost like. Nobody that's whack thinks they're whack. Well, they don't think they're whack. So, when the, guy, so when, the, when the girl walks in front of the American Idol judges and she's singing and she's trash, they laughing at her. Simon's going to drag her. But everybody in her city sent her there. She thinks she's good. But that's why we need Simons. Right. To give like you like that unfiltered truth. We need gatekeepers. Yeah. And, 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 that's and, what
5: you're here for, brother. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why my career
3: is where
2: it is. Yeah, the, the, the truth is like poetry and nobody likes fucking poetry.
3: Uh,
4: Facts. Yeah. Not real poetry.
2: Right. right. Not that
4: shit that you gotta figure out if you want heroin, nigga.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We we're, we're that's where we're at. And and what uh, is
4: darkness? What is light? What is the animal inhabitants of the wolves in the woods? No, I get my flesh. The clock ticks the big hand moves. Some people break free from the of stress, only to find out that life is jaded.
3: Yeah, I already yeah, tuned that. That shit. <laughs> the little finesse at the end. Yeah, man.
4: that, that. I was yeah. gone. <laughs> no one likes that shit. Right.
3: right. I don't
2: know. I would put that on a t-shirt. I would. <laughs> all right,
3: What? what else? So what are we talking about next? I don't I don't yeah. want to even give them the, the building. Oh, no, we're of just having going, this whole conversation. We're gonna about, transition out. We'll youngins. get we'll, we'll get there. We, we,
4: some people need verbal spankings, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, this is just a verbal it. spanking. That's I believe all. You know, I don't believe in, you know, I, one of the things about this this young generation I, that really I despise is this whole wokeness, political correctness. It's fake. Everything yeah, no, that's an opinion fake. now is hatred. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's, it's not, you're allowed to have an opinion. You know what I mean? Every right. time I speak out on something, I'm having hate, an opinion. They like, you hate. But you're I'm like, hate no, you bitter, opinion. you old. Like, get the fuck out of here.
2: See, I appreciate your feed because of that. Like, you know, comedians are supposed to be the last truth tellers. You're not getting your your information from the news anymore because you're getting biased news. Whether you watch CNN or Fox, you're going to get an opinion based on which side they lean to. And comedians, we're the last bastion of telling you exactly what the fuck it is. You know, we don't we don't care what you like. We don't care if this is the side you're on or that's the side you're on. We're just telling it as it is, and people aren't fucking able to process
4: that anymore. Speaking of truth, I would would like to hear some truth about this question, and this is posed to both of you. What is better pussy, rap pussy or comedy pussy? Um, (laughs) Well, one has chlamydia, um,
2: (laughs) and the other one has low self-esteem, so...
3: (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'll take that low self-esteem a pill ain't gonna fix it I can guess which one is which yeah Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious anytime I perform in the south uh Bitches bring me plates. I don't get panties. I get plates. I don't get shit. I get. Uh, that's because you Indian, nigga. That's true. It's exactly. It's, that actually, that is exactly the reason I your, get. Your people have a way to catch up and cool.
2: Yeah, I, we have. We had a ways to go, but I, I was lucky enough to go around the black community. So there we go. <laughs> you know, I, I came up this way. So Russell facts. is a strange breed, baby. I am a very different breed.
3: It's facts. This is true. <laughs>
2: You dread looking at your credit card statement every month. I know I do. I don't blame you. There's nothing fun about credit card debt, but Upstart can help lift the weight off your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free of credit card debt. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, and it's all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Unlike the others, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score. They also consider your income, your employment history, and that means they can offer you smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see a rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000, and you can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash peters. That's upstart.com slash peters. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash peters to see what Upstart can do for you today.
6: Go to Nix.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Nope.
4: No? Oh, no. Leaving
6: it alone? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I,
5: ain't, he, I ain't touching that shit. Kane's like, married oh, now. He oh, oh, ain't trying to
2: ruin
3: his
5: marriage. are you? His,
6: yeah. Oh, are you? Oh, shit. Okay. ain't
2: trying to ruin <laughs> his marriage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Kane, like, that's a long time ago. Kane okay. was like, a,
2: I never got pussy before my wife. Mm. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did Playgirl, but that was for the money.
3: Um, <laughs> Oh, man, damn, you did do that. Did he really? With Madonna? What you mean? No, the Playgirl wasn't with Madonna. Okay.
5: But the Madonna thing was her, her
3: book. Her yes, 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 yes. Kane I like, just mistook his wine way, glass for a microphone. The same way you were, <laughs> okay. like, this, my whole the, like, fanboy moment. Right. I'll never forget. And he, know, he knows how I feel about it. Right. i right? never forget, we was in North Carolina, me, Jeff, and Darnell. You know how oh, big yeah. of a, a Jay-Z Darnell fan Jenkins. Darnell is. <laughs> so our role manager, Darnell, we... We in the van, we land in North Carolina to go to a gig or something and we land and we're arguing about Jay-Z and Biggie and, and he's just going to he's like Hov is the guy. I'm like, I'm like, man, listen, bro, like he's Hove is amazing. But I can't put anybody in front of the person, that they, the person. That, they, that they were influenced by. I can't do right, it. Right. So the van loops back. And we have no idea this is about to happen. The, the guy goes, yeah, man, I got to pick up another um, person to go to the venue or, or to go to the uh, hotel. You guys mind just we looping back around. I just grab. So we come back around. The van opens up. Big Daddy Kane walks into the, gets into the van. And I'm fanboying out like... Oh fuck! Kane is in the fucking back. Kane like, what's up, brothers? And we just like, what's up? We like, yeah. He like, yo, he came like, yo. So we going to the hotel now. They like, yeah. So I'm just like, so what was you saying about Hov? I'm trying to push my man. Like, what was you saying about Hov? <laughs> <laughs> so he like, like I said, Jay Z is the ah, ah, ah. and I said, I I, I never forget. I looked back at Kane and I said, uh, this is my friend. I said, this is my homeboy. But he he believes that. Because Biggie and Jay Z were after right. you, he, that they're he they don't he don't understand the that without him without you there could be no Biggie or Jay Z. And Kane goes, and that's your man. <laughs> and that was it. Like, that was it. Yo, when I tell you he sunk down in the seat so heavy, because I'm such a right. Big Daddy Kane fan. Like, I, I was ready to argue to death, and I had the proof in the car with me. Right. Like, and Kane, he just said, cool as a motherfucking fan. And, and Big Daddy Kane-esque, he just went, and that's your man? Mm. Like, and that was it. <laughs> Do you remember that? Nah, man. <laughs> um. It was such a dope moment, man. It was such a dope moment. Funny
4: thing man. is, um, I actually met you uh, once. It was during the Shaq's All Star Comedy Jam. Uh, I think it was in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and you breezed through. And uh, you know, I was you know nervous and shit. I said hello, and you was just cool. You just was like, "What's up?" Um, and just left it at that. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to push it. But you know, you always get nervous when you meet people that you kind of. Look they up to, cause everything. you scared they either gonna let you down or. So yeah, yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So, but you uh, was cool, man. You was very cool. The now, first I, re-
5: I remember meeting you on Melrose. You, 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 you. you I was giving a walk into a store, and you was in your your whip, and you hollered at me, and I just was like basically, And you, you said your name, and I was like, No, nah, I know who the hell you are. Right. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, Shit. that was on Melrose. Yeah.
4: You know what's crazy, man? Is um. I've been doing this 36, 31 years, and it's like when I meet the people that I came up with, I I know I know them. I don't right. ever expect the them to know same. me. I same. just, I just, and way. so when that happens, you, you're you thrown it back like, this motherfucker know me. Right. So it just, yeah. it throws you. It just yeah. throws you. Know you know
2: what it is? Because we fanboy, and because they know us, Right. we, we were hoping they'd fanboy too. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? The well, first time I oh, met no. Slash uh, from Guns N' Roses, I was doing uh George Lopez show. And I'm in the green room, and it's literally just me and Slash standing there. I go, oh, hey, Slash. Um, um, I'm a, my name's Russell Peters. I'm a comedian. I'm on the show with you tonight. He goes, he goes without lifting his head, he goes, yeah, man, I know who you are. And I go, when you hear that, you almost go, I hear I know who you are. I think you suck. That's what we hear. Right. Because we're so shit on ourselves. Right. And then he goes, I go, oh, you do? He goes, yeah, man, I was on tour in Europe uh, just, just, just recently, and we were watching you on our tour bus. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like,
7: I have a new DVD. Do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> I
6: was
3: like, you don't know what to say.
7: Yeah. I first yeah. met Kane on 125th Street. <clears throat> Never forget it. Know it like yesterday. He was in front of Dapper Dan's, the Ooh. black and gold MCM suit, three quarter. Okay. He was driving a black Volvo. White. White? White Volvo. I know it was a Volvo. Yeah. But uh, I remember. I was like, oh, shit, that's Kane. I fanned out, but I get cool and, oh, yo, you mind you giving the autograph for my girl? You know, I, yeah, her I, name, figured,
2: can, I figured can, can I'm going to score my girl? Her name's Lord Finesse.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, man, this dude is the yo, worst. Right, she's
7: crazy. But I figured I'm going to score points with my girl. I come in with a big Daddy Kane autograph. It's on. I'm going to get what I want that night. But uh, then um, I remember meeting him again when I became an artist, and I used to always be around Scoop and Scrap, and I met him, and I was like, yo, man, you know, it's an honor to meet you, yo, I'm Law Finesse, and he did the same thing, yeah, I know who you are, and yo, I was listening to your album, yo, this shit was dope, man, that, like, I didn't even need to go further in my, my career Could have stopped right there. Because when when you're acknowledged by by your heroes and icons, and you you going for something to be just as great one day, and they say yo I listen to it, shit is good. That that I mean, this came before the money part of the industry. Mm-hmm. It was just being able to be a part of the the hip hop the hip hop part of it and contributing and knowing that whatever it is. You made your mark, and the money came later. I think if you be consistent and you do what you do, everything else It'll will come. Happen. But the heroes that inspired you, and you get that acknowledgement from them, oh, man, that's a whole You ever met somebody level. that let
4: you down? A hero mm. that made you feel like, damn. Like they didn't, oh. you know what I mean? They came off shitty or... Well,
7: I think <laughs> motherfuckers that let me down, I ain't give a fuck about anyway. So you Yeah, know, I did. like I've met people... I've met people where, you know, I'm thinking they cool and they ain't cool. And it's like, in my mind, I'm cursing nigga out. Fuck you. See, that's why I was
4: always scared because I'm a Michael Jordan fanatic. But I was always scared to meet Mike because I heard different stories about his personality. And I always felt like if I meet him, he shit on me. He's gonna it's make gonna me fuck lie shit up, yeah. And say some shit like, man, that's why LeBron
3: better than you. Knowing
4: I don't mean that shit. <laughs> right, 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 right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, he gonna force you to, 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 to yeah, you know say I mean? something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, nah, they say never meet you your wanna, heroes, man.
2: That's what they say. That's true. But I got lucky, and all the heroes I met
4: so far have So been, you
3: never you never met nobody?
4: I met people, they weren't like I, idols the, that the I people was that like that I met that I wanted to meet, uh, other than I never met Jordan. Uh I met Ali. Wow. Uh, you know, brought me to tears. Uh I'm a Mike Tyson fanatic. Right. Uh Mike was kind of cool, but you gotta meet him at the right time. Right, right. Uh, uh, I put you
2: on that Zoom call with him last year. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb. Um uh, so yeah, other than that, Jordan's the only person that I never met that I would like I, my jaw would hit the floor. Yeah. I'm
2: not even a basketball fan, but if I met Jordan, I would geek out.
4: Yeah.
3: You right. don't want the you don't want the chameleonaire chameleonaire vibes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want him to look at you and say I met yeah,
4: Jordan I don't take in, pictures in the eighties.
5: Um, <laughs> out here, right? See, that's but, when you were Big
2: Daddy Kane, yeah. and that he was Michael Jordan, but you were Big Daddy Kane. But well, he right. also
4: was—he wasn't Michael Jordan yet. Yeah. In the eighties, he was—he was, he he was Michael Jordan. Jordan yet. He
5: was Michael Jordan. He wasn't Jordan.
4: Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So how
5: was it? I mean, it was one of them type of things where you know, um, 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 it was you know, one type of things where you know, you you could feel that like you know. You know, the dude ain't wanna really be bothered, you right. know. So I just, you know, like, you know, like, hey, man, you know, you're great, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of what you do, man. Respect your work, man. Go and enjoy your night, man. Right. Short and of sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. Oh, okay. yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, I think he gave me a fist bump or something like that. So, you know, you know, I just kept it moving.
2: I heard Jordan's cool when you meet him if you don't ask him for a photo or an autograph. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because that's the one fucking thing you want. That you from want. That. But,
4: I, but I also think you have to meet him. Like if you met him through someone, right? Charles Barkley said, "Hey MJ, this this is my man. He's gonna treat you different." But if you're just some random dude, MJ, MJ, then it's like, man, I heard all this before.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Like you don't want to get the chameleon there, shit. When he just was like, "Yeah, man, you know, I just wonder if I could take a picture with you." (laughs) Like if I wasn't a, I, I don't take pictures with niggas. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like wow. just left me is that what he said? <laughs> yes. To chameleon air? Yeah. I mean I think he had a basketball and everything. And he was just like, Yeah, I, 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 he, but he said it like like I don't like I don't take pictures with niggas. But he's taking so many. <laughs> right. So that's right. maybe maybe even why take he was arguing. With
4: Especially
2: that day. since Jordan's a cabillionaire. Um
3: right. <laughs> I think he said he was at a restaurant, he darted to like the sports store and got a ball and shit, he was like, this, this shit about to happen for me. <laughs>
2: Look, as much as I love fast food, I know that I can't eat it all the time, but cooking can be consuming and annoying, so it's hard to motivate me to do it. It, like really difficult to do that. But now that I'm using HelloFresh, cooking is no big deal for me. I mean, it's still kind of a big deal for me, but it's fast, it's easy, and all the recipes are right there and they're really delicious. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients, and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. I can tell you right now that my mouth is actually watering. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You know I love a deal, right? So believe me when I tell you that HelloFresh is a great deal. It's 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than going to a restaurant. And the thing is, their meals taste like amazing restaurant meals. So it's a win-win situation. I think the best thing for me is how much flexibility I have with HelloFresh. My schedule changes all the time, so I need flexibility. And with HelloFresh, I can skip orders when I know I won't be home. And I can customize my box every week so that if I have friends staying with me, there's enough food for them too. I can even double up on my kids' favorite recipes to keep them happy. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Who needs that many chicken nuggets? Hey, they give me options, which is super helpful. It really makes my life a lot easier. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 12Peters and use code 12Peters for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 12Peters. That's the number 12 and my last name Peters. And use code 12 Peters for 12 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit.
1: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.
6: Let
4: me tell and you something, And I think that because right, we both right. comedians, uh, you know, we all in the, we in the comedy game. This is a, this is a class, right? Uh, first time I met Paul Mooney, and this is my cheap way of segueing into a Paul Mooney impression. Absolutely, uh, but Paul is one of the one of the goats, right? But if he don't know you, he could be very assholish right? right. Yes. So you're, I'm Paul, and you're meeting me. And you just talk to me for a second.
3: Paul Mooney, man, how you doing, man? Nice to meet you, man. I'm My, my name is Eric Spears. I'm I'm a young comedian coming up.
4: Nigga, I'm fine, nigga. I am fine. <laughs> I'm fine. You don't need to ask me how I am. Nigga. See how I am? I'm by my
0: goddamn self, nigga. You know how the fuck I am, nigga. Please. <laughs> 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 But you know see, what? First, My
3: that, thing is, that's the perfect way for a comedian. You would expect that, though. But I no, wouldn't we want don't. that, though. we no, don't. that. not see, com- that. No, no. Comic to comic, no, no, no. we don't want to hear never that. i forget. Listen, as a comic, I'll never forget. I Y'all motherfuckers have no code. It's always funny. I, I won't forget the time that we was on tour or we went to one of your shows and Chris Rock was on a bus. It might have been Chris Rock and somebody else when we was going to the venue. Whitney Houston had died not 24 hours earlier. And y'all was fucking going ham with the jokes. And then you went, too soon? And we all was like, come on, Russell. And you was like, I mean, but is it ever really too soon? It's like ne- it's it never was soon always a joke. All
4: right, so let me ask you this: in terms of too <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh remember when my man, I forget which one it was, but the dude from Criss Cross passed away. Right, Chris right. Kelly,
3: RIP. Uh, God about bless. A,
4: about a four days into the past, and I was on stage, and the, somebody in the audience was like, yo, dude from Criss Cross died, and I was like, damn, that's fucked up. I wonder if they're going to put him in the casket backwards.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh 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 we are fucking up. Oh,
2: sad. <laughs> I remember the uh, when uh, the day hey, the day Michael Jackson died, I tweeted. I said, "Sad." I said, "It's a sad day for music, and the Jackson Four tour is gonna suck." Oh.
3: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Can I, as comedians, can yeah. I ask y'all? Because that's something that maybe just us regular right. humans who don't tell jokes for a living we understand. Call, we, we call
2: y'all civilians.
3: Is that is that a code? <laughs> is it a code like whoever? If it's funny,
4: it's funny. Yep, it is. But the problem is, the funny is always going to be the butt of somebody. Right, it has so it's to funny be. funny to everybody else, but them. I'm gonna give you one more, and I think he stopped following me because it is. <laughs> oh. Dwayne du- Wade was following me on on uh, Twitter. And uh, this was right around the time he was playing bad. Like, he went through a stretch. Right. And after one game, he played so bad, I tweeted, yo, D-Wade shouldn't even shower after the game because he's already washed up. Wow. Wowzers. (laughs) So, you know, it's a thin line between joke and not. Right. Right.
2: Well, it's a joke to us, it ain't joke to them. That's, that's what, what I'm that's, saying. That's,
3: that's what it is funny and, and and it's not like y'all would say it and everybody's going to go, "Ooh, that was cold. You shouldn't have said that." Somebody's going to laugh. And of if course. that's the point, of course. If the point is that if one motherfucker in the room falls out laughing, then the joke works. Hey, that's
4: how we look at it. Yep. You've done your job.
7: then you're going to a
4: laugh. Listen, you ain't a real comic till somebody wants to fight you. True. Wow. And I've had several incidences where people in the audience wanted to come to blows.
3: And 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 what's
4: so crazy I'm not even a
5: crisscross fan, and I want to fight your ass. That was cold.
3: (laughs) That was so. So let me ask you this.
5: Hold on, Aries just jumped. Jumped.
3: You do. You do. (laughs) You do a hell of a DMX impression. Uh huh. We just lost X. God bless.
4: Right.
3: If somebody did an X joke, would that rub you the wrong way at all? Not at all. Okay. No, no, I just kidding. I just wouldn't do the ex joke uh, because you because knew him. you used, you and you it was a friend, right? He scared the shit out of me, man.
4: Right. Yeah. I, I, I let me tell you when I had came out with my comedy CD, uh, just right around the time uh, Jay Z was doing a concert at the Staples Center, so I went down there, I hung out with Meth, Meth, and me and Redman, we all went together. So I was trying to get as many celebrity endorsements as I could. So I, I saw this one, I saw this one. I said, Yo, can you just hold up the CD? Give me a shout out on camera, support my man, and, and everybody did it. Buster, everybody snooped. So finally I seen X. And on the on the CD, I did a bunch of crank calls. So I did a crank call of DMX calling First AME Baptist Church, talking to Reverend Murray about the beef with Ja Rule. So uh X kinda heard about it and I said, Yo, X, can we He said, Yo, dog, come with me. So I walk into the to the locker room. <laughs> And I'm all his boys come in there, and there's only one way in and one way out. Right. We, me and X standing in a in the middle, and his boys all make a circle around us. And the bodyguard, the last one comes in, slams the door, and just stands in front of the door. And I said, X, can you what my CD, dog? My voice, I heard some things. I don't know if it's good, yeah. If it's not, urgh. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and then and then the motherfucker proceeded, and and this is how I know. I'm black, but I ain't black black. Right. This nigga pulls out a razor blade from underneath his tongue, and he had the ability to talk with it without cutting himself.
3: Right. Now, I'm Huxtable's black. That's good times, nigga. Right. <laughs> that shit. I saw that shit. It, it's, a, it's a fine line between were you scared? Yes, nigga. I, I, listen. Should I, re- night I, I remember right. one time. Being at a Little Wayne show in in Hampton, Virginia, Little Wayne is at his height, and I'm walking. You know, Five I four. got to pass. Shut up. <laughs> Popularity, I mean, I'm walking through the venue. Just before I, you finish the story,
4: Little Wayne, right? Don't scare me because that nigga looks no, like no, a No, 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 I'm not I, it, overlooking the skyscraper this is in New what York.
3: It is. <laughs> I get to. I come out of catering. And I'm walking up the hallway, and it's these dudes that work security. They used to do security for Missy. They called the Four Horsemen. Huge. They all brothers. They all from Virginia. Huge. And I see two of them walking with Floyd Mayweather, Mm. walking towards me. So I'm like, oh, shit, it's Money May. Damn. You know, I'm doing the wrap-ups. I'm throwing motherfuckers under the bus every year. The wrap-up is out. And I see Floyd, and he like, I said, oh, shit, what's up, Floyd? He was like, what up? He said, yo, I heard your song. I said, yeah. Which one? He said, the one about me, nigga. Floyd said that. And balled his hands up. And I was like, I'm about to get snuffed by Floyd Mayweather. Wow. The, the, the Virginia security guards knew me, so they like, like like get yeah, nah. This this boss man like skill. Fuck VA like nigga this. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit. And then he goes. I'm just fucking with you, nigga. That shit was funny as a motherfucker. I was like, oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) Like when he stopped and said, the one about me, nigga, because I think that was the year he had did something in the the WWF and the shit just looked corny. And I was like, broke the kid's nose. Yeah, I was like, yo, Floyd, like, what the fuck you doing? You like it it was an ill punchline. Right. I'm I'm not thinking Floyd Mayweather's gonna hear the song. Motherfucker said, the one about me, nigga, and balled his hands up, and I was like, Good night. Uh, <laughs>
4: like done deal. I'ma I'm tell you, um, speaking of Floyd, uh the night he fought Manny Pacquiao, mm-hmm. and you know, everybody went to that fight. Over right. there. So, okay, so the fight's over, everybody's spilling out into the streets, and boom, there's Allen Iverson. So there's a crowd of people around Allen, 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 AI. Hey, but then out of nowhere, everybody flocks from Allen over to this way. And it was like Allen was nobody then. So everybody like, Yo, who the fuck are they going to? Jay-Z and Beyonce are walking hand in hand and everybody's around them. So I just happened to when I got out there, my stride was right next to Hove and Beyonce. And again, I kind of fanboyed a little bit. I was like, yo, Hova, man, I'm a big fan. I love your shit. He goes, I know who you are, nigga. I know who you are. Because you know, I dunno a done, I done <laughs> right, you murdered him a million times. so right, many right. times. Right. So yes, when sir. he said, I know who you are, it was, I know who you are. It nigga. wasn't, it wasn't yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you get that, but I'll take it.
3: It's weird, man, because it's like you don't expect these people to know you. And then when they say they do, it's in a way that you like, damn, like the, it, the Internet made us all closer in a way.
4: But, but nothing feels better than when they love you. And they give you that love back, and abundant sex. Uh,
5: but you I, ain't do you ain't do Jay Greasy though, man. You, you not you like me. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I
4: said the Joe Camel shit in the lips. <laughs> I mean, you, you didn't do you know that me. to him though. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That's not
5: your fault. <laughs> right.
4: Right. Um, but you know, Shaq loves it. Shaq's the biggest kid. And I, I, I did a, I did Miami Improv one night. I'm leaving. I go to the club down on South Beach. Shaq's coming out. I'm coming in. Yo, Diesel, what up, sir? Y'all make fun of me. I love when you make fun of me, nigga. No, that's
3: just hilarious, man. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, Shaq loves it. Right. Some people, it the, some people get some people can take a joke and some people can't. Yeah, I'm mad Jason. I one, know you, you are, a nigga. Joke. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
2: thanks for listening to Culturally Cancelled. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. I say conversation, but really it was a it was a discussion and it was a shit show. I loved it. I'm really excited to tell you this. Now Culturally Cancelled has a phone line now. So now you can call and leave a message and ask me a question that I might answer on the show. Ask me about, you know, about music, food, comedy, boxing, whatever, MMA, whatever you want to ask me about. If I have an answer, I'll give it to you. If not, well, your question won't get answered. But let's let's play it by you and see what happens. It's our little nod uh, to the ways of old school radio shows. So let's have fun with it. Now remember, the number is 424-666-1983 ironically uh the iron maiden album number of the beast did not come out in 1983 but it did come out in the early 80s so it's 424 666 1983 if you love our podcast even if you like it be sure to rate and review it on apple Podcasts, so more people can find out about it and if you didn't like it and you don't love it go fuck yourself we don't need you to listen you know what i mean and if you are listening and you're a hater i don't need to hear your negative comments let's keep the shit positive folks and follow us on Instagram at culturally canceled and CulturallyRP on Twitter. We're also on YouTube if you want to see what my backyard looks like in real life. Well, you're not actually going to see the whole backyard, but you'll see the smoking section. Um, come on, be be nosy. You can even poke your head around the back in the distance in the, in the background. You might see the DJ room and the bar, but whatever. Have a, have a look at us on YouTube. And until next week, keep it real.
8: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
6: A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
8: Wait! Wait!